When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 258 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined, as always, by my mainest man, Willie Sailor. Willie, who is still in Easton, still going full moss spaghetti. forever. But... Always not forever. You'll be home soon. You'll be home soon. We got who's number one duels, and then you're back. And we have already crafted huge, huge next weekend plans. This could be a great weekend. A lot of good wrestling. Next weekend could be the ultimate guys' weekend, especially on Sunday. So huge, huge with a Y. Huge. We're gonna go. We're gonna. Go, we're, and we have a lot to talk about this week. But just to give you our, our big plans: Sunday, AFC NFC Championship game. Also. Iowa versus Ohio State. We're going to do it all. You're going to make a pork shoulder, allegedly. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be amazing. So I'm excited for that. But more importantly, Sharknado is coming, Willie. Sharknado. It's Friday. Bracky, Bracky, it's officially on the whiteboard. So you know that it's happening. We have – I don't know who first mentioned Sharknado. It was me. It was Kyle. I'm a big Sharknado guy, so I'm all in on it. He's a big Sharknado guy. We found that out yesterday. So immediately after he said Sharknado, of course, we're refer- obviously we're referring to Ethan Lezak versus Nathan Tomasello. We had to figure out what made Ethan Lezak a shark, what kind of shark he was, and which shark possessed the most Ethan Lezak-like qualities. And me being a once uh, elementary school shark expert, I determined that Ethan Lezak is a blue shark. He's a blue shark for the following reasons. One... If we had an image, and maybe Kyle could pull up an image of a blue shark. Um, as, I didn't know that a blue shark was a thing. Yes, of, of course. It's a long, slender shark, okay? It has wide ranges of potential weight, okay? Or is that sounding like anyone we know? Okay, and it's been known, <laughs> it's been videoed attacking from the top. So for those reasons, I think that um, Ethan Lezak is a blue shark. And for that reason, we've got Sharknado. And we can't, couldn't Sharknado. be more excited about it. Well, who's picking? Oh, my gosh. We're going right into it. So we're going to have a mega Willie Pickums, right? Well, first things first. First things first, before you say I'd miss something like you like to do. Well, it's, hey, hold <laughs> on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I, like you missed something. You totally ignored a two-minute segment last year. Don't say like I say, like I'm just pulling that out of it. You missed it. <laughs> I know, but you make you make it a big thing, right? Anyway, is it confirmed that NATO will be wrestling? I don't. I haven't checked NATO's calendar. You know, I don't know if he's wrestling. He, he, could wrestling? Have, he could have a setback today, and then he wouldn't wrestle. But the plan is for him to wrestle. Yes. Okay. That's that's so, that's um that's sourced information. That's not like uh, reading a press release. That's like. So who do you pick it? If for, NATO's first. 
relevant match at 125 in like two calendar years, right? Um, less. Yeah, I would say I'll take I'll take NATO. I mean, who's ridden NATO? Who's that person? I mean, Alan uh, Alan Waters, Clark? Fr- freshman year. Did Clark. No, Clark did not. Clark did not ride him. He maybe rode him out at the end of that match with the Merkel thing, but he never rode him. NATO always got out. In fact, he... I will go NATO as well. Yeah, I, I'm inclined as well. Um, someone, is someone keeping track of these Willie Pickums? We going right in? Right, no, we don't go. need to keep track of them. Christian will just say six months from now he won. I di- well, because I did, and I do. Well, good thing this week you we have an actual that. thing. Say what, Nomad? So we, we, we have an actual tally, and right now it is two wins apiece with four draws. Hmm. Virtual dead heat. Okay. So I'm, is anyone giving Lezak a shot here? <clears throat> Virtual dead heat. I'm going to take NATO. I think Lezak has a shot. I think Lezak gets the legs pretty well against just about everybody. Um, so, yeah, I give him a shot. Okay, good. Um, Peanut Gallery, what you got? So we discussed this yesterday. Uh, I don't, I don't like that Lezak has to do a lot of his work off restarts. The few times that Tomasello has shown to be beaten, it has to come off a flurry. Not that Lezak can't, but that he's better off. Hold restart. on, what are you talking about? Restarts, like like top bottom, top bottom. He's better when it starts as opposed to coming off takedown. And then he's got to work 45 seconds, right? Like, when you score on NATO from top, you score immediately. Those, that's a few times he's shown to be beaten. That's how he has been scored on. Man, I don't know what you're talking about right now. I understand what he's saying. Yeah, I'm a little okay, lost someone too. translate. Dylan here. Peters, okay? Caught, caught him in a flurry, whip over. Okay. okay. Chin drop, Joey Dance, right? It's, it's all flurries as opposed to, like, set, he, top, bottom, go. that Ethan Lezak is better when... Like, they go out of bounds, something, they get a restart, the guy tries to get yeah. up. And like we've talked about before, guys get in trouble when they try to escape on Ethan Lezak instead of Lezak having 30, 40 seconds to work and then getting a turn. I, I balk at the notion that Lezak turns primarily off of restarts. He gets takedowns and he just turns guys over. Um, yeah. Yes, I understand that. I'm okay. saying he is better off the restart than All right, maybe that's flurries. Maybe that's true. I have no idea. Um, I'm taking NATO. I think yeah. the difference will be on their feet, and he doesn't get turned, like you said. Yeah. I, I don't see him getting turned. When's the last time Lezak made 25? The 2017. Yeah. Wow. So it's been almost a year. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. So. Um, what, did, what did Nomad say after his crazy theory? What did, his, what did he ultimately he say? He didn't pick anyone. He just <laughs> had to restart. I'm taking, I'm taking NATO because Christian, as usual, did not allow me to finish. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. That was just... <laughs> I accept your apology. Well, I'm actually not sorry. I'm not I, sorry. I unaccept your apology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. But also in that uh, duel, m- might I mention, you can watch this duel live on flowwrestling.org. Nato Lezak. Then, so the first three are fire. Then you go 133. Luke Pletcher, Mitch McKee. That's like two versus 12. But to me, this is toss-up potential in my mind. Uh, and and McKee might be due for a big win. He lost to he got Sherman, right? He lost to Sherman. Okay, that's weird. Mm-hmm. But and and Pletcher, by the same token, 
He's not lost to anyone this year. He's undefeated on the season. But I think, you know, the way he plays it, I, he could be due for, for a loss, a little regression to the mean. Uh, I no. Don't, no? No? You're not giving – No. McKee's not losing to Pletcher. I'm taking Pletcher. Wow, okay. I like it. I like it. Um, uh, why? Like why, are so why are you so confident? Why are you so confident? I mean, McKee's dangerous as all get out, right? He's super dangerous. He can beat anybody, really. Uh, but Pletcher's just – I like Pletcher at 33. I was really high on him coming into the season, and nothing that I've seen thus far makes me shy away from that. I like Pletcher in this one. Okay. Um, I, I think I think it's a one-takedown match. I, I think McKee can – I think it's a neutral match. Nothing. Who's nothing riding? With Mitchell McKee, nothing with Mitchell McKee is a one takedown match. When has <laughs> Mitchell McKee ever been in a one takedown match? Does it happen twice in his life? I don't know. It could. It could. This could be the one. This could be the one with Pletcher. Ah, man. Yeah, you could be right. You could be right. But Pletcher was playing it real close against Del Vecchio. That was a tight. Oh well. Yeah. Okay. But Pletcher. Pletcher always played close, right? I mean, not. Fletcher has a lot of tight matches. McKee does not have a lot of McKee does not allow matches to be tight. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. For for better or worse. Man, I, so, I think I I I do want to lean Mitch or uh, Luke, but I think if this were like a betting line situation, I would I would tap uh <laughs> um what's his name McKee <laughs> McKee is the underdog. <laughs> We, you keep saying it. <laughs> I mean, guys, come on. This makes everybody chuckle. Okay, <laughs> so you would take him. I would take him. I would take him. Yeah. To to uh to Willie's point, not been many close matches. I mainly because McKee's just been killing everyone, but he's he has a lot of pinfalls and major decisions this year. Well, well, okay. When I. They're, I said there's not one. They're not one takedown matches. No, you're right? no, you're right. You're right. This is um, yeah. I'm looking uh, this year. He hasn't had a one takedown match. Kinda, win or lose. McKee kind of lets you get on. He doesn't let you get on his legs, but he gives up his legs often. Sometimes he turns them into his points, but it's conducive to higher scoring. McKee is conducive to higher scoring matches. Man, this is. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Mitch. I'm gonna take Mitch. How what do you mean McKee? betting line? What do you mean betting line? If there well, was, well, which which would you tap? Would you tap like uh, a money line, or would you tap a point spread? Definitely, uh, both, both. If if McKee was an underdog, I so would... if McKee was, if Mc, if the if the thing was Mitchell McKee plus one seventy, you would take him. Yeah. Okay. What if the spread was? Luke Pletcher minus one and a half. You would take McKee? Sure, yeah. Okay. I would take that. Def- that's what I would bet on, one and a half. But you're saying straight up. So basically you're saying Pletcher's going to win by a point. Yeah. No, I'm I'm going to take McKee. I'm going to take McKee. Oh, you're taking McKee? Yeah, I'm going to take All him. All right. I'm going to take him. Good for me. Well, well we will find out. You once picked um, Corey Keener to beat Austin DeSanto. <laughs> that's one of your draws. It's one of the amazing draws you've you've managed to finagle. So congrats on that draw. Um, okay, let's go back to every pick. Thorne McKenna. 
Thorne McKenna, a lot of intrigue here, okay? This was a huge upset last year at the NC2A tournament. Kind of a scramble-rific match, and Thorne had the upper hand. Now, we've got McKenna at Ohio State, not at Stanford anymore. Opportunity for revenge. Now, this was this was a topside loss, as I recall. Round two match, Bracky or Nomad, correct yeah. me? Round two match, topside. And I forget who beat, I think Ironman beat McKenna backside. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Correct. So, I, I think, I, I got McKenna here without... Without belaboring the point, well, part of, part of too. I, I say Pletcher without reservation. Part of what goes into that, it, maybe if the situations were different, um, it would be harder for me to pick. But the reason why it's not, and the reason why McKenna Thorne is not, it, and I could be wrong, but the last time we saw Minnesota out, they did not look good at all. I mean, the last time Minnesota was out, right? They got there was a South Beach duels and. They got barnstormed by a team that would go on to get beat by American. Mm, it m- so yeah, it might so have been because it yeah, maybe it's where they're at the training cycle. Maybe it's you know maybe there's factors. Maybe they just weren't clicking that weekend. Maybe they spent too much time on the beach. I don't know, but they didn't look good. Maybe they're back in their training cycle where they're they're better now. But going off the data where I saw them last time, the results from last time, I'm not. I'm taking Pletcher. I'm taking McKenna. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'd, I'd pick Thorne if they had a great Deerfield Beach duels or whatever, right? Like I would take them regard. I would take McKenna regardless if if they look good, look bad. I just think he's the better guy despite losing the last matchup. Um, McKenna, for what it's worth, he's kind of a hollow undefeated. He didn't go to Vegas. Um, he doesn't have that many like signature wins this year. But I, you look historically, Thorn, Thorn in general, I feel like he's been struggling this year. He he lost to Mason Smith, who we all know, who we know now, a little better than Mason's we, pretty good. Yeah. yeah, Mason's good, but I I feel like Thorn, he's had some opportunities for for wins. He's got six losses on the year. Um, he got smashed by Yanni. He got non-controlled fall by Headley. Lost to Albert four three. Um, pinned by Smith, lost to Dean. That's okay. Lost to Chad Red. So it's like he's been in, he's had a lot of matches with like a lot of close matches, and they they've gone the other guy's way, typically. So I'm I'm sticking with Joey. I think that's a pretty easy easy call. But if Joey's playing it close, as he as he can do from time to time, you you give a guy like Thorne, uh, you give him a chance. But so I think we're saying. Ohio State in two of the first three, but man, is there anyone, if we were gambling on 125, is there anyone you're more terrified with a lead than, it's like, okay, we have NATO, we bet we bet on <laughs> NATO, and Lezak has, and it's 4-1 NATO, and Lezak <laughs> chooses top in the second. You, you're mortified. Mm-hmm. You are just like, oh my gosh, I... I bet against this guy, and I know what he is about to do right now, or what he potentially could do, because he is that freaky from the top position. So we'll we'll find out together. But he's got to go seven minutes hard with Nathan Tomasello, who is typically really really solid. 
from the top position or bottom position. So I'm sticking with NATO, number one guy in America, until proven otherwise. Hey, Christian. Hey, hey, Dan. <clears throat> okay, two just two quick points about that uh, NATO match. So both the match notes from Minnesota and Ohio State say or Steve Polakowski, yeah, one twenty-five, mm-hmm. and uh, NATO did give up riding time to Corey Clark last year in the NCAA semis and almost gave it up in the Big Ten finals. You remember, it was like 59 seconds when he got that escape. Okay. So now, just two points of information. Right. The the How much riding time did he give up in the second Clark match? Because I feel like that was like he got gave up the takedown at the end. Right. The takedowns it, with 19 seconds left. It does not list how much riding time. Okay. Because it, it seemed like... It was one of those where, you know, it was riding time wasn't a factor. Then he gets this takedown at the end and this ride out from this Merkel position, and riding time went over a minute. Um, but re- regardless, was that an overtime match? Or did nope. he, regulation. Regulation. Dang, Nato had it. Oh, my goodness. Goodness gracious. Corey Clark. The magical Corey Clark, he, is, Nate, is uh, Nick Velikak. He had well him. over a minute. Really? I'm, I'm doing the math here. He had well over a minute. Interesting. He had 111. <laughs> no. I just went back and I'm looking at the match right now. Really? Yeah. Well, hold on, hold on. Yeah, keep, I mean, keep going, keep going. Nomad's not a math guy. Not a no. math guy. All right. We, well, we have the math. We have the math here. It was 111, so barely. When he got the takedown, he had 50 seconds of riding time. There you go. So, yeah, 111 checks out. Thank you, Kyle. Well, Nathan. This is wrong. What I'm looking at is wrong then. That's okay. It's okay to be wrong. Um, you're you're trying to do your, do good research. We appreciate it. Yeah, they're bringing Polakowski. I think I think Minnesota brings a twenty an extra twenty five for all events. Because if one little if one workout doesn't go right and the weight doesn't come off for whatever reason, they they got to have a plan B so that they're not giving up a forfeit there. And Polakowski's quality. So I. I don't read that into anything more than they probably bring Polakowski everywhere. I, um, the SID from Minnesota said, yeah, the plan is for Lezak to wrestle. We will um, probably weigh in both guys, though. We're bringing both guys. So to recap, to recap these picks, I got I took all the Ohio State guys. Mm-hmm. You took Nato McKee McKenna. Yeah. Yeah. You're a big big Irish guy. What did the What did the couch take? Couch what? took um, Nato. They took well. I don't know if they. I'll pick. take, I'll take Pletcher, and uh, McKenna. I will also take Pletcher and McKenna. Did Willie make a pick from McKenna Thorne? I was trying to add. I he was picked, trying to add a table. He picked McKenna. Okay. Interesting, man. I, guys, I, am I overvaluing Mitch McKee here? I really think. No, he, you're not at all. Like no. I'm sure that it's going to be a one point match, and it's going to come down to a, some crazy flurry where. McKee tries to kick over top of Pletcher or something like that. It's going to be a good match, but I, just, I don't know. I like, I like Pletcher. Yeah, that's a perfectly reasonable pick. It's yeah, I – man, I think just – That would not the, surprise me at all. When you long. think about the way – the different ways he can score and how much Pletcher wants to go – he wants to go snap low or he wants to run, um, you know, go like hit go behind to the left. I just don't see him getting a go behind against McKee. I don't know. He could. He could. We'll find. We will find out together, as I say. Okay. Yeah, I, that's for sure. Like a difference in styles, right? What do you mean? 
Fletcher's sort of a stay-at-home guy, and McKee's sort of a scramble-all-over-the-place guy. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Okay. Now. Oh. Now. Let's... Do you want to talk... Jordan Oliver, we got we got this news about J.O. Um, USADA put out the statement. He's got a one-year suspension. That suspension mm. starts basically when he tested hot, which was the U.S. Open, so April 29th, which makes it so Jordan Oliver, it's really the, the crappy thing about this suspension. It's a two-year suspension for Jordan Oliver's purposes because he cannot – there's no method for him to qualify – for the world team trials. And I don't think, you know, I feel like in years past, this could be really wrong. What Wasn't there like a wild card, like that the head coach could allocate and just be like, I'm inviting you basically. Like you didn't like maybe Zane or someone like that. If, when they didn't have the NCAA champion one or who knows, they just didn't have an opportunity to qualify. Okay. You can come. Um, they're not using that. For, for Jordan, um, I or they could. Maybe they – I don't even know if they have that option if they want to. But the the way it looks, since he can't go to Farrell, Schultz, and he can't go to the U.S. Open, there's no mechanism for Jordan Oliver to qualify for trial. So he's going to be out. I don't remember the wild card situation. And I'm pretty sure – I don't know. Maybe you make, you're making that up, but maybe you're not. No, no Matt, but help I, me out. I, I, I'm certainly, I'm so, I'm sure there's not that now. There was 100% a wild card situation. If I had to guess why they aren't using it this year, um, one of the last times they used it, there was some controversy about it. Like people complained, or I don't know about complained, but appealed, and then they allowed several more wild cards. Joey McKenna being one of them, I remember that I was kind of like, I don't know. How oh, yes. Joey McKenna got that up. Got the wild card. I do remember that. Here's here's the but, thing. I'm looking at an article on uh, Flow right now. USA Wrestling has combed through the list of wrestlers, blah, 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 and has issued seven wild card spots. It went to Angel Escobedo, Joey McKenna, Jimmy Kennedy, Moza Fay, Clayton Foster, Dustin Kilgore, and Adam Kuhn. So, yeah, that was in 2015. So, yeah, they used to do this. Who knows if that's even an option anymore? Uh, it is – I can see how it would be controversial and not like uh, popular, and, but that's the yeah. point. I don't know. Well, now and now too, um, the it hasn't been officially released. It has been semi-released. The new trials procedures. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's um I don't know. There's more of a regimented process, right? Well, it's more As like a post- more like a season. Uh, it's, yeah, it's more like a season, and it's more of a of a whittling down of the field. Right. Um, it, it hasn't been officially released, but uh, if you go to USA Wrestling schedule of events, you can see the events that are in there. Um, so maybe that's another reason why wild cards, they, they don't have them anymore. But um, ultimately for J.O., it comes down to one day on the calendar, right? Yep. Isn't it like one day? Yeah. Um, you know, May, I don't know if this is USADA's call or WADA's call or USA Wrestling's call, but you would kind of hope that they would give them like a one-day dispensation. Okay, your your penalty is 364 days. Right. Yeah, I don't – USADA doesn't play like that. Um, it's unfortunate, and 
you know the the reconfigured schedule and calendar to the to the truthers out there it's not has nothing to do with jordan and them icing him out that's that's a that's an insane take by anyone who thinks usa wrestling would be icing out a potential world team member the guy that beat sure. zane last year that won the us open beat frank molinero you don't say let's let's craft us let's craft a calendar that keeps our top maybe the top contender at 65 out that's that mm-hmm. makes no sense bill zadick Turns out, smart guy knows wrestling. We haven't got a medal at 65 uh, since Bill. Since him. Since Bill. So I think they're probably gonna. They're not. You're not gonna ice out one of your best wrestlers in in the country. So this is not some conspiracy against Jo between Usada and USA Wrestling. It's they switched things up. They didn't know. They didn't know what Usada was gonna rule because initially. I mean, for all they knew, J.O. was getting one year in USADA. That's a light, light, light. That's like probationary almost because typically it's like two or four, almost right. always. So they went they went one with him. They, didn't know, they had no idea what his availability was going to be, and they weren't going to make you, – you don't, you, don't you don't adjust your entire schedule. They've had that weekend at the U.S. Open booked for, for yeah, years. I mean, if – if the U.S. Open was a week later, let's just say USA Wrestling decided their schedule um, last October, and we're like, yeah, okay, next year the U.S. Open will be a week later or two weeks later. It wouldn't be a problem. It just so happens that when they laid out their schedule, it's, it's on the same weekend. I mean, WADA doesn't know that. Usada, yeah. No, they don't know. By the way, shout out to ASICS. Thank you to ASICS for sponsoring this show. Um... Yeah, so unfortunate for J.O. And it kind of begs a question for Jordan, like, what does he do? He's kind of caught in the, kind of caught in the middle. You got, what do you do with this year now? Now it's going to be like, you know, all this time away, does he go in? I mean, we've been talking about Jordan to MMA for, it seems like too long. I'm, I'm like kind of done talking about this transition happening because I just think it's not going to happen. I feel like he's just going to stick with wrestling and it's going to be tough for him because can he go 65 on day of weigh-in? That's going to be a question. Does he hang around till 2020, then make the transition? What do you do with this year? Um, I'm sure, I, it stinks for Jordan. I wish he, yeah, he, he I would could get hope, back sooner. I would hope that he would wrestle more overseas now because he can't wrestle in the United States. I mean, wrestle in the United States, the process, it's all process-driven, right? The Anything that he's going to wrestle in the United States when he's eligible is part of the trials process. So it's pointless to really, or you can't even do any of that. He's not even allowed. So maybe, maybe he goes to the, I would hope he travels more internationally. But then you allude to another great point. If 2018 is a wash, then going forward, I mean, he, we might not see him at 65 like ever again. Um, because what do you do? Can he make 65 on a two-day weigh-in? Um, I don't know if you guys saw. I, we didn't put out a thing or anything. But uh, Chamiso reportedly is going to go up. So 20, 2019, you're going to see a lot of weight shifts because mm-hmm. they're going to try to get acclimated to. Uh, you're going to try to get acclimated to the the 2020 weights. And I just thought about this now. Um, also. Because of the seeds, they want to have the seeding points at the new weight. Doesn't do Chimizo any good to win worlds at seventy because it doesn't get any seeding points 
applied to 74. Correct. Correct. So Chamizo is going to have wrestled senior level at 55, uh, medaled at 55, 65, 70. And if he medals at 74, he will have medaled at four international weights. That is crazy. Is there a, there's no way that's happened Four four international weights, like not where it's like changed, like Kyle Snyder had medaled at 96 and 97, like yeah. literally right. weight classes. Yes. Like jumps. That's pretty impressive. If he, if he is uh, good at 74, which I have no reason to believe he wouldn't be. So that's J.O. Uh, I think it's worth mentioning. Unfortunate. Did you see Did you see the Twitter exchange between T.R. Foley and one of those Russian guys, Ivan? Of course. It's my, uh, it's my new Twitter background. This... <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. Maybe I'm out of the loop yes. or whatever. But T.R. Foley saying that, you know, with the ranking situations, and I'm saying this because Regan's coming up here in a week or two, um, with the new ranking situation, it only allows three guys per country at a weight class. And Ivan, this well-known wrestling Twitter thing, he says, no, we're doing five. And so has there been any clarity or resolution on that? Um, is it ranking? Wow. And there is Russia. We have some own rules. Uh, to quote the great Ivan, no, they're going to send five. Uh, Russia will send five because Russia does as they does please. And uh, T.R. Foley apparently just now getting the memo that Russia does what they want in wrestling, um, learning the well, hard lessons slowly. How is that going to – I mean, UWW is saying they have a system, and Russia is saying no. So how does that work? Um, Uregan gets five. I don't know how it, how it works. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's like the NF. That's like the Patriots saying, uh, "Sorry, Goodell, we're playing. We got twelve guys on the field. <laughs> we're gonna have twelve guys." Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, we have some own rules. Is it ranking? Wow, it's a great exchange. It's a great exchange. Okay, that was on December twenty eighth when that when that legendary back and forth went down. All right, enough international talk. Way too much international talk for a. January Thursday, for my liking. Brief PD3 update. Um, Willie, hey, you with me, bud? I got you. Okay, cool. Loud and clear. So, Pat Downey, do not believe we will see him against Oklahoma State. I believe we will. he will wrestle Miles Martin for his Iowa Hawkeye debut. What a so, debut. What a debut that is. It's almost more... Boom, coming out with a bang. Like Keegan Moore, that'd be that would probably be a really fun match. Just two like brutes digging underhooks and taking turns throwing each other. Maybe not taking turns. He could just throw Keegan Moore and end the match. But Miles Martin, Pat Downey, January twenty twenty first. So that's what I believe will happen. I'm not breaking Where's a story. That door? It's in Columbus, Ohio, the capital city. Okay, no follow-up there. Cool. All right, thought thought well, maybe. I mean, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. Got it. Well, what do you want me to say? I don't know. We've been we've out on PD3 for half a season. Um, it's quite it's quite a first match. Yeah, maybe we'll get into yeah. that specific matchup later. But that's how I'll, that's uh that's when I expect we'll see him. We can do a whiteboard. Just a whiteboard or just that one match. 
No, we'll do the whole duel. We'll do as the whole we were gonna we will do the whole duel right now for Okie State, Iowa. Yeah, Spencer holy cow, Spencer Lee, Nathan Tomasello. Oh my goodness. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. All right. Focus on the task at hand, Christian. Iowa Oklahoma State is Sunday. We haven't said Sunday. word we haven't said word one about it thirty one minutes in. That's offensive. So let's let's get it started. Do you just want you want to do a virtual whiteboard? Um, virtual whiteboard for I'm not above it. Nick I'm not below it. Nick Piccinini versus Spencer Lee. People are some people are out of their some people are saying you know Flo Flo's hating on Spencer Lee only ranking him 11th. Guys, that's not that's how rankings work. Um, some people are so saying the opposite. They rank? shouldn't be ranked that high. Nice. As usual, he's he's ranked right where he should be. And where, right. Where else would you put him? I know. So, some Iowa uh, fan texted me yesterday. How could you say Dayton would be at four, but you rank Spencer at eleven? Well, Dayton. They don't know how rankings work. They don't know how rankings work. Dayton beat Bresser and Sean Fawes, who just beat Pitch, who beat Cruz. Okay, it's Sean Fawes beat Taylor Lamont this year. They also okay. don't follow wrestling outside of their team. Right. They saw Spencer Lee, or they're just saying, "Well, he's Spencer Lee." Are they? Are you literally saying he's Spencer yeah. Lee? Yes, that's what they're saying. Okay. Show him some respect. His name's Spencer Lee. He should be ranked higher. Okay. Well, he should, he should one, beat Ronnie Bresser, and, two, wrestle back at Midlands Championships, and he wouldn't be behind and Sebastian three, Rivera. And, three, have more matches. The, right. the guy's five minutes into his career. Yeah. Nick Soriano was unranked to start the year, and you know what he did? He beat, he beat Darian Cruz in December, and then he was ranked really high because he beat someone really good. Spencer That's Lee, how rankings work, Spencer Lee beat Sean Russell, so he went ahead of Sean Russell. But you know he didn't beat Rivera, so he's behind Rivera. I'm sure Spencer doesn't. Spencer's probably the one guy that doesn't care. He's like whatever. He'll figure it out. He's got Nick Piccinini, and we have to talk about this match. I don't know what to do or say. I don't know what to do either. <laughs> it's it's really there's so much mystery still around Spencer. We've seen him wrestle. Enough, but not enough. We've seen matches materialize in such a w- wide array of ways. Um, I, I want to say, I don't even know if if this was like Vegas. I don't know what you would even do here. Who would Vegas if make the favorite? Vegas, if this was v- Vegas, I wouldn't. No line. I wouldn't bet on it. No. This I wouldn't, is, this is the I wouldn't o- touch this match. It'd probably be a pick em. It, Yeah, if it's a pick em, yeah. So if it was a pick em, I'm still not betting on it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All right. If you watch if you you could watch every match that Pitchinini has ever wrestled and watch every match that Spencer Lee has ever wrestled, and if you're telling me right now that you know who's gonna win this match, you're lying to yourself. Yes. You are. You are. Okay. However, here on Flow Wrestling, we put our name on it. We're gonna make picks. Okay, it may not be easy, could be difficult, we may not be sure, but we're going to put our name on it. Willie, put your name on 125. I'm going last. You're going last. Who is typing feverishly? Sorry. Let the couch pick first. All right, okay. Um, Dan Lobdell. Spencer. Pentanini. Because of restarts? <laughs> hey, what's the what's the restart breakdown for for Pitch and Spencer? Got to do it. Got got to look up some film. 
Okay, yeah, do do a quick uh who gets the most cautions? I need a caution breakdown. DeSanto. <laughs> yeah. Um so <laughs> Nomad is riding high off of his Iowa trip. He ate lunch with, with Coach Tom Brands, and now I think he's like super Iowa heavy. He already yesterday or two days ago he picked Iowa to win this duel. Now he's going Spencer. Um so stay woke on a budding, a blossoming Iowa Hawkeye fan in Dan Lobdell. In I'm gonna go Spencer Lee. After you gave that whole tirade about me, then you, yeah, you picked the same thing. Yeah, no. Re- reasonable pick. No, I'm woke. I'm woke. Also, guys, for all right. The record, okay, hold on. P- pitch Wait. can win. Pitch can win. Yes, of for course. all the people that. Whoa, no, no love for pitch. It's just, it's just Mason. Mason's pitch can certainly win the match. Beckman's gonna say that. Okay, Willie. I'm taking Spencer. Dang it. <laughs> now we're going to be different. You're just you're scared. You don't want to fall one behind no. me. Yet yeah, 2 days ago you picked you picked pitch. Yes, I did. I we thought I thought I thought about it since then. What do you mean I well, I'm going to I'm not trying to keep pace with you. I picked pitch or you picked McKenna. No. Pick I'm taking Spencer. I think you know what? I think that I said on last show that pitch is I love pitch. I think I think pitch is a title contender. But I also said he's one of the best on bottom. I think he's one of the best on bottom. But Spencer is super duper strong. And mm-hmm. Pitch is one of the smaller 125s. I think it's going to be tough for him not to get turned. Yeah. Uh, that's the, the good thing about Pitch. The good thing about Pitch is he attacks, attacks. He, he gets it on legs. He's going to get in on legs on Spencer. Here's my question. Uh, Here's my question with that. So if we are operating under the assumption that Nick Piccinini will get on Spencer's legs, we feel confident in that. I think some people think that Spencer's positioning is so pristine it might not happen. Uh, but, name a name a name a guy that pitch hasn't gotten in on. Yeah, he got he in, on in on Gilman. He was on Lezak all the time. He was wow. He got in on shots on Gilman. You know, Lezak's um, like not Lezak's not the on, template. I know he was in, but I'm. Right. Tell me one. Tell me. Tell me one guy. You know, Gilman's one of the hardest guys to get in on attack of all time. Uh, he he got beat by falls. He was in on attacks several times. So I think Pitch is going to get in on attacks on him. I mean, Ronnie Brasher got in on attack on on Spencer. Um, right. So I think I think Pitch will. I just how I'm is but the question I was posing? Me, here's a question I'm trying to pose, Willie. What what is, where is Spencer's? He he's in deep, draped over the top. How good is Spencer draped over the top far ankle? How good is Spencer dive rolling? How good is he? Because uh, th- those are the positions where pitch is vulnerable, and that's where that's for me. It is that position, pitch on the leg. Is Spencer gonna have the solution there? That's the main reason I kind yeah, of I was considering pitch. Well, honestly, I would. I might give pitch the favor. Uh, I might favor pitch on his feet, but the way the rules are, look, pitch could have a takedown. Pitch could have two takedowns. Pitch could out take down Spencer Lee. But if Spencer gets on top, turns him one time, yeah. and rides him out a period, that's essentially five points. Here's my question. Yeah, you say that, but what if Nick takes neutral? Which is very possible. Does Spencer take top at all? I was no. going to ask that. Spencer didn't take top against DeSanto. 
in the PIAA finals. I don't. I think Spencer is like one of the. Yeah. I think he's gonna go yeah. under. I think you see Pitts if take neutral. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Pitch Pitch is great on top. Mm, yes, he is. He's good. He's really good. So but, maybe they can both go neutral. I guarantee Pitch goes neutral. Okay. So now. So yeah. I mean now. Now listen to you. If if Pitch if Pitch goes neutral, the whole game changes, right? I guess. And he, my whole theory is blown. Uh oh. You, you want to change your pick? No, I'm still taking. Still, I'm still taking. I feel like I do feel like I'm ignoring evidence and data to pick Spencer. So am I. I think I am. I I don't feel comfortable doing that. Um, yeah, I think I might change my pick. <laughs> Classic Willie flip. I love it. I got it. I'm taking. I'm taking. I'm taking. I'm taking pitch. All right. Pitching any. Pitching any. Okay, one twenty-five. Are you changing yours? No, we're a house divided. Okay, I need I need Nomad's pick. Who do you take? He took Spencer. I took Spencer. Remember, I had the whole thing about him becoming an Iowa fan. Lunch with Tom Brands. And, and KB took. Penjanini. So it's two-two. All right, now. Okay, Brock Glenn. The question is. How much? I'm going major for Cade. Let's, okay. Let's not belabor this point, guys. Same. Nomad gives okay. a thumbs up on a radio. <laughs> Nomad, you have to talk, dude. I was agreeing. I was agreeing with with. Yeah, I know what. KD. I know what. Everyone knows what a thumbs up means, but you just have to say you the. You said words. don't belabor the point, so I was just trying to speed us along here. Okay, so me and Kyle have it seven zero Cowboys. Uh, you two knuckleheads have it three four three. Okie State. Kyle Happel. Bonus or no? I'm going to say no. Uh, I'm going to say Heil wins by decision. Unless Dean goes out there with his hair on fire with the point to get bonus from the start, I don't see him bonusing. I don't either. Even though Happel got pinned by, uh, what's his name, Gaska. Dean Uh, doesn't pin people. No, he doesn't. I'll give a bonus. I'll give a bonus. Uh, This was the Pompeii tour talking. This is Vesuvius Memories talking. Hyle wasn't even in my group. We were in two groups. <laughs> he wasn't we your were buddy? In two groups. Was Derek White your buddy? No. Did y'all have a buddy system? Derek White is a hilarious large human. <laughs> I don't think that he was in my group. It was basically it was me, John Smith, Cade Brock, and Chandler Rogers, and some older gentleman that was just along for the trip for Okie State that was hilarious. Uh we, that was our wolf pack. Actually, that was our posse, I should say. Uh, okay, who's Nomad is taking what in this match? Um, I'm, I'm trying to compile team scores. I have I know, I'm I'm doing the same thing here. I have I have all the same as Christian, which is three for Iowa, four for Okie State, three for Okie State. So you know I don't feel good about that. <laughs> um all right, Boo Sorensen. Uh, Wait, I th- what did Kyle take? So Kyle took no bonus. Correct. Okay, Boo Sorensen. Boo Sorensen. We can't go over everything twice. Boo Sorensen, I think, is a Sorensen decision. 7-3 kind of deal. Who's to say it's even going to be Boo? <laughs> He's wrestled one match, and he lost. 
Well, one match as the Cowboys uh, right. starter. Correct. The only match that matters. That's he's lost fewer matches than Geo has as the Cowboys starter. I know that's a fact. <laughs> oh, congrats. He I also would... doesn't have a win over Solomon Chisco. Where is Sol is Solomon where is it's gonna be Boo. Okay. I mean it doesn't matter for it's me. Gonna, it's gonna be Boo. What Kyle are you, no what's no match take? Give me Sorensen four points. The Hawks. So a major. Okay, it's called seven. a major. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there's a. I think there's a possibility for a major here in that. Boo will keep shooting, and if Sorensen can counter, that's where the points will come from. You know, Boo uh, Sorensen, a lot like Hyle, and then he doesn't put up a whole lot of points. Um, he just sort of doesn't press for that bonus, but the bonus might come to him if Boo shoots with that volume. I don't think so. I'd be I'd be surprised, but you never know. Maybe they. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I'm saying if the bonus comes, I think that's how it goes down. Gotcha. I'll... Kyle, what'd you take? Regular so, decision. Yeah, no. Sorensen regular decision over Gio Martinez. So Nomad's the only one that picked a major. Got it. All right, here we go. All right. John Kimmerer. This is, I think, a Michael Kimmerer tech fall. That's what I was thinking. I think and he has just been. Running through dudes. He's been pinning people though. Yeah, I I don't know if he pins Johns, but five or six. I say. I mean, this is a you know bonus points. I'm taking taking six. Six pinfall. Whoa. Okay. Give me Kemmer Tech. I'm I'm with William. Kemmer Tech for KB. Let's call it Kim Tech. That sounds like a a, a corp an evil corporation in a uh, yeah. in an action movie. Kim Trails. Oh. It sounds like Kim Tech. Okay. It sounds a little bit. Like All right, here's here. It's get, uh, here. Nomad, what did Nomad take? A, a tech or a major? Or what do you think? Same as you will pin by who let the dogs out. Okay. Chandler Rogers, the bull, Marinelli. This is this so is, fun. This is freaking difficult. This is not fun. It is difficult. This is a clash of styles. This is the ultimate style <laughs> clash. You have the bull who wrestles bull like, and then you have. Bull. Chandler Rogers. My thing with Chandler is he is just you just don't know which which Chandler you're getting match to match. I have no idea because ever in, in a vacuum in a vacuum, I would easily take Chandler if I knew they were both going to be at their best. But I have no idea what's going to happen. I have no idea who we're getting, and in spite of all that, I'm picking Chandler Rogers. Ooh. By what? By regular decision? This is a tough yes. one. Well, sometimes he pins people. Yeah, he does. I'm not going to pick him to pin. That's but reasonable. It, it's worth mentioning that he has insane pin potential. He's just more dynamic. He's got more ways to score. I think he could... Now, he could present some scrambling problems for Bull, even though Bull, he passed some of those tests with um, Lewis. I, I feel like Bull's been playing it a little close. I thought he was a little more close to the vest at Midlands. If he just wants to wrestle a grind out one takedown thing, I don't know if that's the way to wrestle Chandler. Although he could just wear out Chandler. I could see Chandler wearing out, jumping out to an early lead, and then bull bull is bull-like. Uh, but I'm taking Chandler. Willie, who you got? I'm leaning Chandler, but I don't know why. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too, way too far back. I mean – Bull had problems with. <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this. 
Bull had problems with um, Fox Baldwin back in the day. With like, Bull was getting in, a, I could see it going that way. Uh-huh. Like, like Marinelli keeps getting in on shots, but not being able to convert because he's so because un- Chandler's so unconventional. Um, and I, I'm gonna take Chandler. I'm not sure why, but okay. I'm gonna take Chandler Rogers. Talk. I think Chandler Rogers. I think Chandler Rogers is better than Richie Lewis. Put it that way. Yeah. And go ahead. I'll no take man. Chandler Rogers. Don't feel confident about it. Wow. I know. No man. Here we go. Bring it home for your Hawks. Harvard. No. You know what? The the most that my spidey sense around a Carver moment I is know. at one seventy four. Yep. I can see. Really? God, Gable, oh, Gunther. Yeah. Oh, that's got Carver. Yeah. They, I, that's got two. That's got four one after one for Jacoby Smith written all over it, and Joey Gunther storming back late and Carver going Man. crazy. Yeah, and getting Carver. Hey, what did what did Nomad Nomad take? Did he take Chandler or Bull? I took Bull by decision. Split decision. By the horns. <laughs> um, so, 74 now. Joey Gunther, Jacoby Smith, classic in a vacuum. Jacoby Smith, the talent, the takedowns, he's the better guy. But I can see I've, – I've seen just tactical things with him, just mistakes that make me wonder, mm-hmm. like, he'll give up a dumb takedown here after put, doing a highlight reel one earlier. Um and it makes me a little paranoid. Am I paranoid enough to pick Joey Gunther? Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. are. Yes. No, I'm taking I'm taking Jacoby. Uh, but just know. Okay, I'm taking Jacoby too. Oh my gosh. Give me God Gable Gunther and that mustache Woo! with the Carver magic. For real? For real. Let's do it. All right. What is uh, give Nomad me, Logic say? Give me Jacoby. Okay. I understand. I understand Christian's Carver logic, but man, I do too. When that guy sure, finishes that, takedowns, it's very you're circling one. That's the one you're circling. Oh, that's that's our more, magic Carver moment. More Bowman. Oh, mm, more. <laughs> yeah, this is. This is this, just just say the name and move on. More. <laughs> Go. Uh, uh, I get Keegan. Yeah, more. Go, Willie. Everybody's taking more. Yes. I'll take Bowman. <laughs> okay. Why? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well. I don't know. You know, it, Moore didn't take a shot against Renda. I don't like when you don't take a shot. It's Pete Renda. Pete Renda. He's going from Pete Renda to Steve Bowman. Pete Renda's pretty good. It's not Steve. His name's not yeah. Steve. Mitch. Mitch Bowman. CP, who'd you take? Who's Who Steve? The hell is Steve Bowman? <laughs> who's Steve Bowman? How did you get his name wrong? And then as soon as we're like, it's not, it's not Steve, and you're like, oh, Mitch. Like, how do you know it like that quickly after not knowing it a second ago? CP, who'd you take? I got Keegan Moore. Keegan Moore. All right. What? Yeah, he he didn't get a takedown against Nolf. How am I? He couldn't shoot on him. Well. In Willie's defense, I don't trust Keegan Moore very much in Carver no, Hawkeye Arena I either. I don't trust Keegan Moore. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about you want to talk about Jacoby and Gunther and and Gunther being the You're right. Carver, circle the Carver match. This is the circle the Carver match. This is another one. The, oh, for sure. That Keegan's Keegan Moore's face sometimes matches his hair, and he turns very red and tired looking. But I just think 
I think the <laughs> skill disparity is too vast. But I could be wrong. Mitch. Could... Who, who, has, who has Keegan Moore beat in college? Um, Owen Webster is his best win. Owen Webster. Yeah. And you know Owen's the GOAT. Okay, 97. Weigel, cash, money. This will be I, – I, oh, my gosh. I mean, Preston Weigel. The, he makes things difficult. <laughs> And how about when he needed to get a takedown against Machiavelli, he just shoots in and takes him down. It was so nice, it's, too. It was beautiful. It just, it's got to drive Coach Smith nuts that he just, like, doesn't pull the trigger more because he's got – he could be a title contender so easily. But uh, I, I just think this is just a decision for, for Weigel, and that's mm-hmm. it. That's all I'm going to say. There, there's, there's bonus potential here, and there's upset potential here for, with cash. I'm mm-hmm. not – I'm not writing Cash Wilkie off because I've seen Preston Weigel lose some exasperating matches, but I don't think we'll see that here. I think this is the Carver potential, and maybe that's like the Nate Rodert match last year. Yeah. It stuck in my head, where it was like he did not did not look like he wanted to be in that match in the third period in overtime. Mm-hmm. This is not. This doesn't qualify for that. Sure, it does. Cash, I mean, in Cash in the top ten guy. Dude, this is a come on, man. In in talent. In perception, it's it's a Carver moment. It, it has the Carver uh, potential. I, I wholly disagree. I mean, Weigel's Weigel's not Weigel's not Damian Hahn. He took six last year. Yeah. All right. Well, Cash Wilkie <laughs> was the thirty fourth guy invited to the NCAA tournament last year. He so, was also round of twelve. Yeah, I know. Look at go ahead. Read. He also just went Midlands. Look at his bracket. Look at that bracket. Look at both those brackets. <laughs> Cash Wilkie beats Weigel, and it must have been the Carver gods? No, Cash Wilkie's close. It's a Carver moment in that it could be a comeback type thing. It's not that it's like this otherworldly upset. Yeah, yeah it's not like just like, just the like, bridges. Just like Zane last year with Sorensen. That was a Carver moment almost with Sorensen. That was one versus two. Yeah. Fight me. Uh, yeah, hey, fight, hey, give me, hey, Willie, fight me. Give me Weigel three to two. Wow. With Wilkie chasing at the end and Carver booing a lot. <laughs> All right, what does Nomad what does Nomad logic have it? He's freaking good on top. Uh, give me Kansas. <laughs> Preston Weigel. He takes Weigel. He can never say a thing. He has to get he has to be cute all the time. No. Who'd really take? I have him at nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who'd really take? All right, White Stole. This is super interesting, right? Yes, because <clears throat> Derek White is a leg attack and son of a gun, and he is. Sam Stole and is Stoll a leg attack, just... attack punishing son of a gun. Yeah, he could just flat him, and Derek White could take a hundred shots, and Sam Stole could smash him on every one of those hundred shots. Yeah. Or, or Derek White could get stalemated on some of them. And finish some of them and win the match. So it's it's. I think we learned a lot here. Man, I do not know. Get, and Christian, here's the other thing. Uh, find you. You have this score, if I'm not mistaken. You had it 14, 16, 14, Oklahoma State going into the going into this match. So match on the line for you. Hey, what? That's that's not what I have. Well, I have him. I have him, nineteen eleven, Oklahoma <laughs> State. So maybe you that's what you. Maybe that's what you have it. What do I have it, Nomad? Yeah. KB has it 19 to 11. I'm talking about Christian. 
Hence, I said Christian for no, you. No, Christian has Christian. it 1911. He picked 133, four points. 141, three points. 165, three points for Oklahoma State. 174, three points for Oklahoma State. 184, three points for Oklahoma State. 197, three points for Oklahoma State. That's 19. The, uh, okay. Let's not. Let's not. Do anyway, we'll we'll come back to it. We'll come yeah, back to it. We're not going to abacus this, guys. Um, who All cares? Right, so who are you taking? I'm going to take Derek White. Ooh. I'm all. <laughs> no, I agree with CP. I'm. Last year, still lost a Cowboy bulk job. I know he got hurt <laughs> in the match, but I like Derek White's leg attacks. I think he's big enough. He's strong enough to finish. Cowboy bulk uh, job. And here's the thing: people aren't talking about Derek White. Gets ten pounds bigger every single match. Every match. <laughs> He's going to be as big as Sam Stoll by the time this duel happens. <laughs> Who you got, Willie? I, I want to take Derek White. Um, Do you? I want to take Derek White, but but to me, it's one of those matches where it's like Derek White has been doing. It's one of those situations. Derek White's doing a phenomenal job. I like his offensive output. I think he has a lot of skills. I think he can be super dangerous. AA potential. All that jazz. I don't particularly like the way that, you know, Sam Souls, the way he wrestles isn't very inspiring. He has a knee thing. He wins a lot of three-two matches, crazy close matches all the time. Tanner Hall on a penalty point, gunning controversially. Yeah, yeah. That being said, what you got? I have to, I have to see Derek White beat him for me to pick Derek White again. So you'll pick I'm Derek after he beats him. Yeah, I will. T- I will take him. Okay, the question is: Derek White at that level yet? I'm well, taking Sam Stoll. Um, he's. I. I think it's possible he is. Who's? He lost to Mike Hughes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, one zero. One zero. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, Mike Hughes isn't exactly Sam Stoll, but. Derek White couldn't take Mike Hughes down. Right. Mm, this is this is difficult. Difficult selections. Um, man, I just don't freaking know. I think I think Stoll is probably the favorite here. Now that I think about it, um, but I'm I'm sticking with Derek. So you know you realize. This this duel, Oklahoma State, maybe they could win eight matches really legitimately. Mm-hmm. They could win 25, yeah. 33, 41, <laughs> 65, 74, 84, 97, and heavy. Like, without e- even registering. Um, so there's potential for that, but then there's – it's just – it's Iowa at Iowa. Um, you got these guys lurking like Gunther and – um, you know, Stoll's, Stoll can win. So, I, you know, you, you can look really wrong in your predictions, but it, it's got to be – I mean, there's this ultimate caveat on why, we, why you love wrestling. It's like you just have no clue how these sure. guys are, how these guys are going to compete. And uh, that's why I'm excited about it. But at the same time, it's why I'm, like, nervous. Well, there's, there's a lot of toss-up matches. Um, and – I mean, there's two there's two lenses to look at it through. You can either say you can either see Oklahoma State with a clear, decisive win, or you can see things going right for Iowa and it down to the wire. I I don't think you can see it the other way, right? You can't see an Iowa blowout. 
No, I don't see how that I mean, happens. Yeah. But and, you could you could see an Oklahoma State blowout. Yes, exactly right. You could see, you could see Oklahoma State losing maybe three matches. So who do you have winning if, the duel? Who do you have winning the duel? Don't I have Oklahoma State. Okay, so we both do. I have Oklahoma State, but that's that's taken that's taken some very tight things. I mean, I I waffled on Pitch and Lee, right? Uh, I waffled on Bull Chandler. Mm. Uh, uh, so yeah, I, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be tight. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fantastic duel. Who's gonna be there? I think I think we're sending Mark Bader. Bader's doing double duty. He's going Minnesota, Ohio State, and then to Carver Hawkeye Arena. So, so I had I had Okie State. Did anybody have Iowa? Anyone pick Iowa? Uh, Dan did. He's got Iowa fever. So I have it nineteen sixteen uh, in favor of the home ball club. Okay, um, the quick look, quick look at the questions. Um, any? Oh, wait, what, hey, Kelly Howard what wants. Okay, Kelly Howard wants. Who's number one dual predictions? Willie, give it to the I, people. Can we? Can we wrap up? Can we wrap up college first? We didn't wrap it and up. Then, well, Massachenzo, will the Lee be freed? Will the other Lee be freed? Right. Um, I mean, what are they doing if they don't? What are they? I know. What are you possibly doing by not? What is your rationale? Yeah. Are you just saying we're not wrestling Nick Lee? That doesn't make sense to me. Um, you know he's not listed as the probables. Tweeted yesterday as the nomad. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. They didn't have Mark Hall listed for Alex Meyer last year, so don't look into that. Mm-hmm. Penn State is probably mm-hmm. the most. Uh, not probably most. They are the most secretive. Uh, Division One team by a margin yeah. bigger than Jason Nolf's average margin of victory. That's how secretive Penn State is. So we won't yeah, know. Yeah, they're on Freemason level with their information. Uh, but like you said, so with with maybe Alex Marinelli last year, or Spencer Lee this year, um, it was like, well, if you if you pull the red shirt, are you in the title hunt? Well, maybe not. So maybe you save them. But like Nick Lee, Penn State's in the middle of a title hunt. I mean, they're fighting for their lives, right, to, to win that title. So why wouldn't you pull Nick Lee, um, to, you know, to what? Save him for 2022 or something like that? So I, I think I think he has to come out. Um, what about Massachenzo? Mass has been hurt, right? He's been hurt. If they wrestle, I would take Chenzo on a rust thing. Um, but... I mean, I thought Chinzo looked nice at the uh, at the scuffle. Maybe not his best, but you have him at nice. I, <laughs> you would so you would take if Massa was fresh and healthy, you would take Massa over Chenzo? Very possibly, yeah, certainly. You think that's okay. audacious? No, I don't think it's audacious. I, I think it's interesting. You would okay. you would not? Who's, I guess you're saying you would not. Um. No, I would take Chenzo. I just found it interesting that you would say with him not being 100% and whatever. Like, that's the reason. Yeah. I think all things all things equal, it's probably a talk, right? Even if they're both 100% healthy. Yeah. It stinks they only wrestled um, once last year. I mean, Ma- yeah. Massa was beating him most of that match. 
at mm-hmm. NCAAs. Mm-hmm. Okay, Robert Howard's dad, Telly. Predictions for who's number one duels. I am so pumped for who's number one duels. Number one, number two, number six, number seven in the country. Um, mind you, I'm proud of this moment. I was the only one that had Bergen at number two, we well heard, before Doc B. We heard your last show. I know, I'm going to keep saying that. Um, that being said, Buchanan is probably a little scarier in a dual meet format. Now, keep in mind, so Bergen beat them by 50 points. Bergen beat Buchanan by 50 points in California. Buchanan did not have Brett Villarreal, who's very tough, fringe, rankable. Uh, they didn't have Tyler Dean, um, who I think is a Fargo AA, fringe, rankable. Um, so you plug those two back in the lineup. And what's interesting about Buchanan is their whole entire lineup is is would be ranked anywhere between like 18 and 22. They got some of these guys that you don't know or you don't see in the rankings, but they're really good and, and, and they're French rankable guys, which makes their dual lineup very tough. Um, that being said, I'm ultra impressed with Burning Catholic uh, at this time. I, I saw it at Beast. Um, I think I think they're the clear number two. I think they're going to win, and I think uh, I think Blair just has no holds. I think they're they're going to they're going to roll. Either, yeah. Any any um, matchups that could be potentially fire, Willie? That you're like individual ones, like not like Blair versus Bergen, but like you know. Well, um, you have number five and number seven, Blair and Bergen at 106, Kyle and Miller. I think that's a good one. Um, Robbie Howard, Kelly, your son, former number one. He'll be taking on the current number one, Mike Kolioko. Oh boy. Um, so that one's gonna be that one's gonna be fire. Uh, Griffith Marola, four and five in the country. Foca Ramirez. Nice. Um, so they're they're all top five matchups. Um, I, I think it's interesting. Uh, Chris Cannon comes back. Chris Cannon's first week back was um, last week at Geary. I, I sort of screwed up and didn't put him in the rankings because I forgot he was. It was his first week back from injury. Um, all right. That but I think sound. that's a boost. That's a boost to even an already ridiculous lineup. Got it. Got it. So who's number one duels on Saturday? Mm-hmm. Live on Flow. Very excited for those. Gonna go quickly through a few of the um, few of the questions. Make sure we uh, we hit them all. Okay, we got those. Um, outside of Kimmer, anyone else? And this can just be you and me, Willie, here, real quick. Anyone else that can keep the match close under a major decision to Nolf this year? Do you see that anyone? No, probably. I don't know. Keep it under would have to be some kind of match that I don't know. Nolf doesn't somehow get a turn, or they spend a lot of time in scramble. Short answer is no. No, I don't think so either. Um, I haven't even proofread this one. I'm just going from Nick Andres. If you could choose, what two wrestlers in NCA would you most like to see wrestle each other? They're separated by one weight class. Example: Imar versus Sahid, Soriano versus Gross, etc. This is a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, what would I choose? I would choose. I know what the answer is. There's one answer. Um, 
Okay, go. Um, North Rutherford. Yeah, honestly, I was thinking a Penn State versus Penn State match. Um, if we're not going Penn State versus Penn State, I would like to see Zahid Nickel a lot in yes. folk style. Uh, yes. I, I think that could be an athletic um, masterpiece. Um, mm-hmm. Who else? At 25, I don't think so. 33 to 41 jump, I don't think so. 41 to 49, yeah. no way. What about Imar Hall? Yeah. That'd be cool. Imar Hall or Imar Valencia, which was suggested here. Mm-hmm. Those would be good. So, yeah, okay, those are good. Any updates on DeSanto concussion situation? No, I'm I'm pretty sure. We'll, he seemed fine at the scuffle after his loss. I'm, I would imagine we'll see him very soon. Are we nearing the end, ask Ethan Adams, of being a really big immovable object heavyweight with guys like Hall and Stoll? Parentheses, he dropped weight to become a little more mobile. Is there a change in the, in pattern, or do guys like Wiz and Snyder just stand out against the grain enough to make it seem that way? I think we're. Uh, I think that's a great question. I think we're getting towards the end. Not the end. I think there will always be large heavyweights, but more and more, I think we're going to see the the two twenty, two thirties guys that uh, are doing that are doing well. Um, well, you you've seen it. You've seen the success in guys like Derek White moving up from being smaller. Uh, Jacob Casper. Jacob Casper went from an eighty-four. One eighty. One eighty-four. No offense, but one eighty-four. And mediocre. Yeah. Moves up to heavyweight. He's a top five guy. So um, there's there's success stories in bulking guys up. They're still um, they have that mobility, uh, and I think. That's one factor. I think you'll see more coaches say, "Hey, we got a, we got a eighty-four, ninety-seven. Let's put them on feed and make there's a track record there of success." Number one. Number two. I think some of our better high schoolers are already that way. Gable Stevenson has been smashing people for six years, Good and fleet. he's a very active, he's a very active heavyweight. Um, Colton Schultz moves. He scores points. Um, Neville's wrestles, right? Uh, there are, there aren't now. many more. I mean, who are the the giant heavyweights in coming through the high school ranks? Just in general, uh, yeah. You know, I think even Vo- I mean, Cassiope is a big, burly looking kind of typical heavyweight, but he is active, active, active. Yeah, he attacks a lot. I think you could say similarly for for Seth Neville's as well. So. Uh, I think stylistically, I think they're getting coached differently too. I think heavyweights are getting coached with a scoring mentality, and that's why you got a guy like Adam Kuhn who is enormous and cuts weight to make heavy, but he wrestles a very active style. Though his is more maybe prototypical upper body, he can still attack legs and moves extremely well. Uh, Good question there from Ethan Adams. Michael um, Skrinski will say, Sebastian Rivera has one loss on the season versus Soriano. Will wrestle Soriano next month. If he beats Lezak and keeps it close against Soriano, finishes the regular season with two defeats, where does he get seated at Big Tens? Well, it's tough to say because we don't know what the rest of the weight did. Um, if he beats Lezak, I would say Soriano's looking one, one or two. I think if NATO runs the table from here on out and Soriano runs the table from here on out, I think it would be Soriano one, NATO two. Rivera also hit Spencer Lee. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So Rivera wrestles <laughs> Lee as well. So yeah, this that's the thing with this seating. Like Spencer in the mix and NATO and a lot of them are still yet to wrestle each other. Mm-hmm. It's tough to say where Rivera I think Rivera ultimately it's, is the five seed. It's way too far down the line, I think. I know it's fun to look at projected seeds for big twelve big tens or NCAAs. Um, but I think it's too far down the line in almost every weight. And 125 is my always my favorite weight this year. My God, it's so compelling. So. And there's so many heads to head head to heads to happen before Big Ten. Yeah, but I think if you're just prognosticating, I would say I expect Rivera to be the fifth. He opened my eyes at Midlands. I put him in that tier that he can beat some of those guys. But um, kind of like you with Derek White, until he does it, I'm I'm just keeping him at five with uh, all the respect five. in the world. What five is five NCAs or five at Big Tens? F- five seed at Big Tens, and which really. You know, that could mean fifth at NCAAs as well, but there's some other guys. All right, last question, and then we will depart. What is more likely, NATO and Colin or Joseph and Hall winning national titles this year? And I will say, wow. That's I'll a, say, that's, how do you answer that question? Well, Ohio State, NATO and Colin, I think they are more likely to win a title. I, I would put their probabilities higher than just because I view, wow, yeah. That's, view, that's a very view, obvious answer. Because you view Colin as a sure thing? Closer to a sure thing than Hall over Zahid. And and then uh, what's, yeah. what's your most sure thing with Penn State? Hall over Zahid or Joseph beating Imar and Massa again? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably NATO Colin Moore, right? But yeah. NATO to me, yeah, it's Ohio State is the answer. You're right. It's just that to me, 125 is such a train wreck, or I don't know, call it a train wreck. It's so compelling, and Tomasello is just coming now, coming back. But yeah, NATO, Colin Moore. Yeah. Okay. Thank you to Dan Strope for that question, and I think it's go time. You know, we've got a lot of go shark. Time. We have a lot of shark NATO content to create yet. Um, we haven't even begun to shark NATO, honestly. You haven't even seeing how high we can Sharknado. We are excited for that match on Friday. My favorite matchup of the entire weekend. We thank you guys so much for listening to Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I am now looking at this camera. And thank you so much to ASICS for the support that you give us. And you can see Willie. He is thankful as well for ASICS support. I'm very right thankful. There. Next time you see me, I'll be back in Look the Look at this adorable laptop here. It is, uh, it is the MacBook Air. And it is four inches. Uh, very small. Thanks, guys, so much. We'll be back next Tuesday. Willie alleges he will be in the studio. I will believe that when he walks in here with his hoodie up, all ma spaghetti style. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you next time. <laughs>